What is up, everyone? We have made it to week five in the NFL, and we got our predictions and recap of week four here for you on the Roastmasters Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Ben Mossthaler. Along with me, Brandon King, once again. No Garrett once again this week, but that's all right. We run the shop. We'll help you win. Uh, maybe my locks haven't been too good. The teams have won, just not hitting what they're supposed to. But, hey, I'm confident this week and one week we're going to get it. So let's jump back to week four here briefly. We got to look over that before we get to week five. And I'm just going to go over the scores from week four, and then we'll jump to what games kind of stood out to us. As we go along this week, I want to try to do a little bit more fantasy-wise uh, when I do my predictions here to try to help you guys out, start, sit, something like that. So uh, not only the sports betting aspect of things, but also the fantasy advice. But let's jump to week four. And on Thursday Night Football, the Bengals beat the Jaguars by a field goal of 24-21. to 21. The Jets in overtime get their first win of the season, upsetting the Titans. That was one of my locked bets, too. And, uh, of course, it failed. 27-24. Bears beat the Lions 24-14. The Colts get their first victory of the season over the Dolphins 27-17. The Browns over the Vikings in a low-scoring game of 14-7. The football team beat the Falcons 34-30. The Bills, another week where they blanked the opponent. They defeated the Texans 40-0. The Giants... Upset the Saints in overtime, 27-21. The Chiefs over the Eagles, 42-30. Cowboys at home take care of the Panthers, giving them their first loss, 36-28. The Seahawks go on the road to San Francisco and defeat the 49ers, 28-21. Cardinals remain undefeated and the only undefeated team left after taking down the Rams of a whopping score of 37-20. Packers over the Steelers, 27-17. Ravens 23, Broncos 7. Buccaneers just hold on to beat the Patriots and Brady's return to Foxborough 19 to 17. And the Chargers defeated the Raiders on Monday Night Football 28 14. And boy, oh boy, did that hurt because I needed Keenan Allen and uh, the Raiders kicker to get me just two more points. Their kicker missed the 50 yard field goal that would have gotten me the win. Still 0 4 in the Roastmasters League, looking for a win, but. That's besides the point. Brandon, last week, some interesting football games. Which one stood out to you? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus New England Patriots. I really, I was wrong. I thought that Tom Brady was going to come in there and start slinging uh, his gun. Uh, Belichick said, not tonight. Belichick stopped him on every single, uh, I don't think that Tom Brady made that many third down conversions, if I'm correct. Um, that was probably a low scoring game. Um, I know we, I think both of us have said, or maybe you have said to play the over in that one. Boy, were we wrong. Cause that game was nowhere near close because if you took the total score combined, I think it, it totaled up to 36 points. Uh, so I think the I think the over under was I think at 41 or 47 and a half. So to for that to be 36 points total, boy, was that under. So um, Tom Brady still managed to sneak out with the win. It wasn't his best week at fantasy football. Um, if you had him as a quarterback, he only got you 10 points. But overall, uh, 
of the win. Uh, you can take it. You can chalk it up to experience. Um, but that was the most interesting game of the week for me. Yeah, obviously, and and me too, both thought that Brady would have destroyed his former team, that it would be a, a blowout, and that didn't happen. I mean, they barely got the, the victory. Tom Brady, only 10 fantasy points, I believe, too. Like, I was expecting him to go off. I had him as a guy, uh, as, a, as a start guy, a must start, and you really wanted to, to sit him. I'm looking at the rankings here just to see – where he even ranked on the lists. He might've been the worst quarterback that played last week that actually, well, Teddy Bridgewater, Justin Fields, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ben Roethlisberger. He was 27th. So not so good uh, for Tom Brady. So yeah, an interesting game, obviously with him going up to Foxborough, but I thought it would be an entirely different uh, result. Uh, One game that stood out to me last week, besides that game, which was, a really big game it has to be the Cardinals and the Rams, the Rams coming off a victory against Tom Brady the week before, and then lose by 17 to the Cardinals. The Cardinals being four and zero is a little bit surprising because they're in a tough division, probably one of the toughest divisions in all of the NFL. And they're still undefeated. I, I think that's incredible. They got an, another division game this week, but just to see them go out there almost losing to Jacksonville week prior, they come out and get a huge win and bounce back versus the Rams. Watch out for this Cardinals team. They're going to be dangerous and, you know, definitely a surprising score to me for them to win by that much. Chargers, also another team to watch out for. It was, we close out week four, we look at our predictions as we always do. And it was a rough week for you, Brandon. You were leading the the way uh, heading into week four, and seven and nine for you. So the first under 500 picks for us this whole season. So not too shabby there. Garrett, 10 and six, me 11 and five. And now the standings changed a little bit. Brandon was first. Now he's last, but we're very close. So I took over first 41 and 23. Garrett, one game behind me and Brandon, one game behind him. So we're all there. I, I lead Brandon by two, Garrett by one. We're all very close in our predictions. But what's really, really rough is these locks that I've been trying to to cash in on. And Tampa Bay by seven was a lock that I had. And I obviously thought they were going to blow them out. They didn't. Um, I liked Green Bay six and a half. That one was a lock. That one hit. I also had Tennessee last week minus six and a half versus the Jets. That didn't hit. So out of the last couple of weeks, I've been doing it very bad, but we're going to bounce back this week, taking a, a look at week five. Brandon and I both, Brandon with his picks, Brandon, or with me with my locks. Daily fantasy, though, first place I got in, in the league of 15 people. So if you guys are into daily fantasy, start sit, stuff like that, go follow me on TikTok, the Beast Benny Cakes. I put out weekly start sits, and last week my start sits were very good besides Tom Brady and George Kittle. So uh, not bad. Probably one of my better weeks that I had. Enough of that. Let's move on to week five in the NFL. And that starts on Thursday night with the Rams versus the Seahawks, a divisional game. The Rams coming off the loss, the first loss versus the Cardinals. And they're two and a half favorites on the road versus the Seahawks, who were able to get the job done down in San Francisco. 
and they are two and two. So Brandon Rams, two and a half point favorites, the over under at 54 and a half. What do you think about this one? Okay, so I'm looking at my um, stats over here, and they have actually the Seahawks as the two-and-a-half-point favorites. They have um, the Rams at minus two-and-a-half. So it looks like Seattle's the um, favorites. Rams are the underdogs. This is going to be a game of offense because both teams are media, are not that great on defense. Seattle being last on defense, the Rams being 27th on defense. So, But the Rams are 10th on offense, and Seattle's 19th on offense. But it's going to come down to a field goal here. So the predicted score is 29-26 in favor of the Rams. I'm going to flip that around. I think the Seahawks will um, somehow sneak a win out of this one. It's I'll give them uh, in that two and a half. I'm not really look, uh, that really doesn't is not going to work in the favor of it. But looking at this right now, um, it looks like you're looking at possibly uh total points 55 so you may want to play right at the line here um if you are a betting man but as far as the points go i say seattle will get by the los angeles rams uh by a score 29 to 26 this is a very good game it's going to be a very close tight game as it is a division game and they always are um one bet that I would play, and I'm not it, – it's one of going to be one of the locks that I play. Not my favorite lock, but I, I like the under in this one because it's a division game. The Rams have a good defense, and I think that just because of that being a division game, it's going to be a tighter, closer game. Um, I could be wrong, but 54.5 is a lot of points. So – that's one that if I am going to play, it's going to be the under. I like that bet. I'm not going to make it one of my locks of the week, though. Um, but it's going to be one that I'm playing. I do like the Rams in this one to win. I think they bounce back versus the Seattle Seahawks. I am a, a Seahawks fan, too. But last week, I bet against them, and, and they won. So I'm trying to do that again this week. Um Chris Carson, unsure if he's planning playing in fantasy. Tyler Lockett's been struggling. Um, you play your guys that you have, though. Uh, if you got Cooper Cup, he's going to be a huge play this week. Um, look for Van Jefferson at a flex play and Robert Woods at a flex play to go off this week versus a Seattle's poor defense. Um, other than that, you kind of you kind of played the guys, but if you're Somewhere looking at a flex play, the Rams wide receivers is worth throwing in there. Um, as far as Seattle, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, those are the guys you always go with. But I, I'm going to go with the Rams here. I do think that they go on the road and pull off the upset because they're a good team. And honestly, I, I Seattle's just been iffy this year. Uh, the Rams lost to a really good team, and they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so I'm going there. Sunday. We have a morning game. It is the Jets versus the Falcons. It is a battle of the one and threes. Brandon, uh, this could, maybe this is one of your sponsored games, but the Jets did come off a big win against the Titans at home. They take on the Falcons at uh, both, again, one and three. Atlanta's a three-point favorite, over under at 46 and a half. Who do you like here? Uh, this isn't the game. 
Um, from the way the schedule looks, I don't think there's going to be any games. I don't think there's um, going to be a game this week. I'm not sure. Um, projected. Falcons are projected to win this matchup 25-21. Uh, they have the Jets scoring 21, Falcons at 25. Um, what's, what I see is the bottom line here is that Jets are 13th on defense. The Falcons are 23rd. However, the offense of the Falcons is 24th. The Jets is 29th. Uh, the way this looks right now, it's going to be a very, very tough game. Now, the last time they met was in 2019. Jets ended up winning that matchup 22 to 10. So it depends on who shows up. This game is really tough to call. Um, they're looking at they're, – they're having the Jets as a three-point favorite. Atlanta as a three-point underdog. 40-46. Uh, looks like the total points here. Give me Atlanta to edge it out just a little bit. I think it's going to come down to a one-point game. So I'm going to take Atlanta 25-24. I like Atlanta in this one too. Brandon, you might be reading the spreads or the uh, the plus three minus three a little bit wrong because Atlanta's a three-point favorite in this one. Uh, and, see, and the Rams were the two-and-a-half-point favorites in the last one. Uh, anyways – I, I, Atlanta's got to win this one, right? They just looked god-awful so far. They've had a few opportunities and just haven't been able to get it done. This is a chance for them to do it, and this is a big breakout game for Calvin Ridley. He's struggled so far this year, not, not being who everybody thought he'd be, like a top-five wide receiver in the league. And a lot of people thought that he'd be much better without Julio Jones there. And it seems like he just isn't – that number one, he, he's a talented receiver, but he was doing much better when Holio was there to take away some of the coverage off of him. This is his time to shine. I think Ridley has a huge week against this Jets uh, defense. I think Matt Ryan knows that he's got to get him the ball. So you're going to be playing him all day. And how about Corderell Patterson? If you have him, boy, oh boy, he's been going off unexpectedly. Last week, he was the number one running back in fantasy. He had three total touchdowns. They were all re receiving touchdowns, five receptions, 82 yards, three touchdowns, 34 yards on the ground, 34 fantasy points. This guy is talented, and I think he has another big week. So if he's available in some leagues, which I don't think he is, I think a lot of people picked him off, off the waiver wires this past week. He's one that you want to play against this Jets defense. Uh and for the Jets, you know, Corey Davis, a huge week last week. He's going to continue to do that versus this poor Atlanta defense, somebody in daily fantasy that you can get really cheap. So taking a look back, I like Atlanta to cover the three. The over-under at 46.5, I slightly favor the over. I think these two teams will put up points. Philadelphia at Carolina. Carolina suffering a loss last week to Dallas, giving them their first loss of the season. They're at home, and they're three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Philadelphia Eagles, who have been struggling. The over-under at 44-and-a-half points. Going back to Brandon, who do you like? Woo. This looks about right. Now, I know Carolina had a bad day against uh, Dallas. It, that shouldn't matter much. Uh, Philly's been struggling. 
I, I don't know what's going on with Philadelphia right now, but they got to figure it out. Well, so to make this, so to uh, keep this short, I got Carolina winning this one. I've got 24-21, Carolina. Yeah, Phil, or Carolina really had a first test of the year last week against Dallas, and, and Dallas is a very good team. Philadelphia doesn't need to, to get their stuff together, um, but they're in games. They're competing in games, and I think this game's actually going to be very close. I think it's going to be very good. For that reason, I'm going to take Philadelphia plus three and a half because um, I think that it is going to be a field goal game. I do like Carolina to pull it out, though. I think that they bounce back. Sam Darnold has been performing great this year. And taking a look back at last week, he was the number two fantasy quarterback with over 30 points, 300 yards, two passing touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns. So I think that this is going to be a very competitive close game, but I do see Carolina pulling it out just slightly. The over-under at 44-and-a-half, I'd slightly play the over. Both these teams are capable of putting up the points. So give me Carolina as well to win this one. Now we go to Miami at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay looking to bounce back. They did win, but not how they had liked to have won, only by two points the other night on Sunday night football. They take on the Dolphins, who are one and three. They're struggling. They don't have their quarterback in Tua. And they lost to the winless, now not winless, Colts. So Tampa Bay, a huge 10-point favorite in this one. Brandon, the over-under. 47 and a half. Who are we going here? Wow. Um, I'm saying I think it's going to be Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to, I, I think because Brady could not go off last game, he's going to go buck wild this game. Give me Tampa Bay to win this matchup 35 17. Yeah, I like a big win for the Bucks here. You play everybody that you got uh, on the Bucks if you got them. Uh, simple as that. I do think that Brady does go off, uh, as we had said last week he was supposed to. This Dolphins defense hasn't been doing good as expected. So he has a big day against the other Florida team. You play everybody you got for Tampa Bay, Miami. I wouldn't play anybody. Uh, nobody kind of sticks out in this one. Maybe Mike Kosicki, Tempe's defense isn't that great. Uh, if you could get him pretty cheap uh, in, in DraftKings leagues, he'd be the one to play here. Uh, but I do like Tampa Bay to win this one. Uh, I'll have them to cover the 10, and I'm going to slightly play the uh, – eh, this one's tough, but I'm going to play the over a little bit because I think Tampa Bay gets them there. The Saints at the Washington football team – the Saints had lost to the New York Giants. They're going on the road to Washington. The Saints, good week, bad week. They've been going back and forth. The over-under at 44.5, minus 2.5 to the Saints. Who do you like in this one? Hmm. This is shocking to me. The Saints are 11th on defense. That's shocking. I thought it would have been flipped. Because they have Washington 29th on defense. I thought it would have been the other way around. Saints would have been 29th. Washington would have been 11th because Washington's defense is pretty good. Um, 
You don't know which New Orleans team you're going to get. So you know what? I said it last week, and I'll say it again. I'm taking Washington solely based off of their defense. So with that being said, I'm taking Washington to edge this one out 23-21. Yeah, the Saints are hard to read this year, and losing to the Giants was very disappointing. I thought that would be a pretty big lock for the Saints. Um, but a big day from Daniel Jones and from Saquon Barkley. Saquon, the number two fantasy back last week. But I am going with you, Brandon. I, I like Washington to cover this. You're giving me two and a half points. I'll take it. Um, that's probably a bet that I'm going to be playing this week and not locking that one in. But that's one that I'll be playing is the Washington plus two and a half. The over-under at 44 and a half. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I'd play the under in this one. Um, but I'm going Washington all the way. Terry McLaurin, last week I said, hey, you better start him. And boy, was I right. He went off last week, number four fantasy wide receiver, two touchdowns, six receptions, 123 yards. I also said to play Devontae Smith, and he had uh, he was number 12 in fantasy with almost 20 fantasy points. So that's why you got to follow me over on TikTok at the Beast Benny Cakes uh, because – I'll I'll help you win those leagues, and I'm pretty good at doing the daily fantasy stuff. I don't want to brag, but I'm pretty good. Uh, now we move on to the next game, Tennessee versus Jacksonville. Tennessee suffering a big loss to the Jets. Jaguars are just looking very bad, 0-4. They had a chance to beat the Bengals, and they didn't. Tennessee was without their two best receivers with uh, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Right now it looks like Brown is back practicing Tennessee four and a half point favorites on the road in Jacksonville. Listen, I'm going to give this to you right now. Tennessee screwed me over last week. They're not going to do it again this week. I love this. And this is my first lock of the week. Tennessee minus four and a half versus the Jaguars. There's no way they play Jacksonville tough. Uh, you know, make it close. They're going to blow them out. They're going to try to get revenge for losing to the jets last week. And they're just going to be pounding it with Derrick Henry. So Give me Tennessee minus four and a half as a lock of the week. The over under at 48 and a half slightly play the under because I think that it'll be a, a little score, lower scoring game to hit that. Um, but Tennessee all day, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't like calling for people's jobs, but after this game, I think we officially will see uh, Urban Meyer fired after this one. Because I feel Tennessee is going to steamroll Jacksonville 35 to 10. Now, 10's being a little bit uh, too um, harsh, but the way Jacksonville has been playing, it's not good at all. 23rd on offense, 30th on defense, 27th in passing, 14th in rushing. Uh, and you're going up against Derrick Henry, who the team is ninth on offense and um, fourth in rushing. Yeah. Um, Tennessee should steamroll over Jacksonville uh, 35 to 10. And I think we'll see Urban Myers uh, walk out the door this week because they're going to force him out. Interesting. And a lot of controversy there about a girl dancing near his lap uh, in Ohio, I believe. So uh, they, he wasn't resigning. He is coming back. So there's 
a lot of controversy there. And I think that plays into this Tennessee minus four and a half Detroit at Minnesota, Detroit looking for their first win. They go to Minnesota who's been struggling this year at one and three, they are eight and a half point favorites. So at home, the over under at 49 and a half does Detroit pick up their first win of the season. I don't know because Detroit seems like they get there and then they turn around at the gate. So I don't know what's going on with Detroit right now. It's, it's kind of, you know, touch and go with these guys. It's, it really is Minnesota almost uh, snuck out a win against uh, Cleveland. I know the score was 14 to seven. It was very little scoring, but um, Minnesota hung in there with them. So, and that's, and that says a lot for you being 25th on defense, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I say from the looks of it, it, it looks like Minnesota's projected to win 29 to 20. I think it's going to be a little bit closer than that. So I'm going to do this maybe uh, kind of crazy. I'm going to take Detroit to pull the upset 26-23. Brandon, it's not that crazy. Um, I could see this happening. I really could. A division game, and they're on the road. That Detroit almost beat the Baltimore Ravens. Minnesota struggled. Um, I love, love, love Detroit plus eight and a half. I think that they do cover it, but I am giving Minnesota the win at home. They need this win badly. Um, they don't want to go one and four and then be last in the division. So I like Minnesota to win this one, but I do like Detroit covering. If I'm betting anything this game, it's going to be the Detroit plus eight and a half. Um, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, they should all go off. Uh, for you this week you're playing Dalvin Cook Kirk Cousins should have a big week last week he was on my sit list which he finished like 28th best quarterback so that was a smart play there after he's had some really good weeks you bring him back and play him this week against this Detroit defense Um, watch out for DeAndre Swift if he's healthy and playing in this game he'll have a big impact but I do like Detroit plus eight and a half on the road versus Minnesota, but give me Minnesota to win. The over-under, play the under. Uh, these guys won't be putting up too many points. That's 49 and a half. Probably one of the lowest over-unders so far this year is Denver at Pittsburgh. Denver is coming in after their first loss against the Baltimore Ravens, who they lost pretty bad to. They go into Pittsburgh, who's one and three, struggling badly. Brandon, you and I know how bad it is to have been watching them. But this is their chance to bounce back. They got Denver at home, and they're one-and-a-half-point favorites. So who do you like in this one? Ben, I'm going to say something to you, and I'm going to say something to our audience that's going to be a shocker. Pittsburgh is going to be a part of their first tidy bowl game. This game, you can flush down the toilet. In defense and in favor of Denver. I say Steelers win. I'm going to give them one more shot because I I don't give up on folks that easily. Ben is hurt because he's got a hip injury. I would tell anybody this. If 
Tomlin is smart, which I truly believe that he is. I would suit up Dobbs. I would suit up Haskins. I would suit up Rudolph, but use them in situational um, situations, if that makes any sense. But I would have Hop, Dobbs, and Haskins on standby because I don't know if that hip is going to work for um, Ben this game. I really don't. I can say Pittsburgh wins this one 21-19, but if Pittsburgh don't win against Denver, you got some explaining to do, Lucy. Yeah, Lucy's going to have a lot of explaining to do. Uh, this one's tough because, of course, I want the Steelers to win. They're at home. They're capable of beating the Broncos. They always struggle against the Broncos, though. And Denver has looked pretty decent this year. I know they've only played really one good team in the Baltimore Ravens and lost bad, but Pittsburgh's offense is just terrible. That's why the over-under is at 39 and a half because this is going to be a defensive heavy game. And I think it's even going to hit under the 39 and a half with big Ben hurt and with issues on the offense. I just don't see them getting the job done. I'm playing Denver plus one and a half. I like Denver to win this one. And again, I hope that I'm wrong um, because usually when I pick against my teams, uh, the other, you know, my team then wins. So I'm going to go Denver here, play the under, because I think it's going to be very low scoring. The 39 and a half sounds crazy, but it's true. Green Bay versus Cincinnati, three and one, three and one. The division leaders right now, shockingly, is the Cincinnati Bengals. Not shocking that the Green Bay Packers are. Right now, Green Bay coming in uh, off a big one versus the Steelers as three-point favorites versus the Cincinnati Bengals after a slight victory against the Jaguars, the over-under at 51-and-a-half, Brandon. Who's going to get the job done? The battle of the three-and-one teams. Green Bay versus Cincinnati. I can tell you this right now. Uh, both teams, they're good. And it's going to be a tough call. And you're in Cincinnati. But I'll be honest with you. Aaron Rodgers gets out of here with a win. Aaron Rodgers is just that good. And it's just crazy to believe that this Green Bay team and Aaron Rodgers still has it. But my goodness gracious, uh, I would take Aaron Rodgers over Joe Burrow because of the experience. With that being said, Cincinnati's going to put up a good fight. I got to give it to him. But Green Bay gets out with a win, 29-23. Yep, and we get to my second lock of the week, and we're back to the Green Bay Packers, just as I had Tennessee last week. I'm on the Packers, minus three. I thought this would be closer to a a five- or six-point margin for the Packers. Cincinnati, although they're three and one, you know, they're not the greatest three and one team. Uh, Almost losing to the Jaguars last week did not look good. Now you have a real test in Green Bay. And I think Green Bay comes in here and gets the job done. So I love the minus three. Um, Over under, I'm playing the over because both teams are going to put up points. Uh, I like it to be like a 28-21 type ordeal. Well, I guess that wouldn't hit the 
the over, would it? So a little bit higher scoring. Uh, but Green Bay by three all day, locking that in. Um, it's simple as that. And we round out the one o'clock games. We have the Patriots versus the Houston Texans. It's the one and three versus the one and three here. New England, eight and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, over under is also 39 and a half. New England trying to bounce back after the loss to Tampa Bay. Houston is Houston. They get blanked by the Bills by 40. So um, probably another toilet bowl game, but who gets the job done? That's all I got to say about this game. Flash! I give New England a chance over Houston. I don't know what in the world is going on in Houston right now. Houston's just terrible. Uh, with that being said, I'm not even going to look at the thing. Give me uh, New England to win this matchup 35-17. Yeah, it's simple as that. New England will win this game. The eight and a half is very iffy, but I will take them eight and a half over Houston. Uh, the over-under is tough. I'd slightly play the under, though, even though it's already low enough. Um, but give me give me New England on the road. They bounce back. I like the way that they played against the Patriots. Yeah, they owe the Patriots. I like the way that they played against the Buccaneers uh, on Sunday night, and that gives them some hope to pull out another victory versus Houston. So New England all day in this one. Sunday afternoon, we have – the four o'clock games, we have Chicago at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Bears coming off a victory against the Detroit Lions and the Raiders after a loss against, excuse me, the division rival of the Chargers. So the Raiders go back to Vegas as five and a half point favorites. And Justin Fields was announced today as the starter for this week once again for the Bears. Raiders five and a half point favorites over under 44 and a half going back to Brandon Raiders will bounce back and win this one um they're back at home I know Chicago's doing pretty decently according to what their record is saying I just feel that the Raiders have something to prove after being beat by the Chargers last week because the Raiders are a good team so I say the Raiders Get over on Chicago, 25-19. I'm going the Raiders as well at home. I think they bounce back. I am going to lean Chicago to cover that five and a half, though, because I think it'll be a field goal game uh, between the two. But the Raiders ultimately pull this out. I feel as well that they're the better team. When you're looking at fantasy, I, I mean, there's some tough matchups here. Um, Dave Montgomery out for Chicago also is a big, big uh, reason why I think the Raiders are win will win. He was a top five running back last week in fantasy before he got hurt with the knee injury later in the game. Um, so I'm going with the Raiders to win. Um, the over-under is 44 and a half. I think I'd slightly favor the under because Chicago is not much of a team to put up some points and they have a, a decent defense, which – will kind of limit the Raiders to their potential. But uh, Darren Waller, of course, you play uh, for the Raiders. I wouldn't necessarily play Derek Carr this week. Um, it's it's going to be a tougher game, but I like the Raiders. Cleveland at the Chargers. That should be an interesting game, the battle of the three and ones. Uh, the Chargers are one and a half point favorites at home versus the Cleveland team over under at 46 and a half. 
I'm going with the Chargers at home, minus one and a half. Uh, I love the way that they've played so far this year. Back-to-back wins versus the Chiefs and the Raiders. Uh, Cleveland, very impressive as well, but I just love the way that the Chargers team's rolling. So I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game. I'd play the over, but ultimately I like the Chargers at home. Agree, disagree? I agree. I think the Chargers at home got a good chance. It's going to be close because Cleveland's actually a lot better than what we what people are giving them credit for being. So, with that being said, I got the Chargers winning this one 25-22. Now we get to another divisional game. It is the Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Giants picked up a victory last week, their first of the season versus the Saints. They are seven-point underdogs versus the Dallas Cowboys who looked very good last week and have looked very good so far this year over under at 52 and a half. Is this an easy win for the Cowboys? It should be. Um, considering the fact that the giants really aren't who we really believe they are. But if Dallas is third on offense and second in rushing, Dallas should win this game by a score of 32-23. I like Dallas in this one. I'm taking them the minus seven over under slightly the under uh, because the Giants aren't going to put up the points. But the running backs in this game should be phenomenal to watch. Zeke Elliott versus Saquon Barkley. Barkley getting back to his old self after the injury. Uh, Zeke has been performing pretty well. Uh, after that week one, that terrible week one, he's been fantasy number five. So I think it's a big battle between the run games, but obviously when they open up the passing game, you got to watch out for Amari Cooper, CD Lamb, and uh, Schultz as well has been going off their tight end. Uh, when you look at the Giants, I think it's going to be a Saquon Barkley day for them. Uh, I'm not sure about you know the quarterback. Maybe you play Daniel Jones if you got him, but I like other options. Dallas, minus seven, play the under, and they're going to win all day. San Francisco at Arizona, another divisional game. Arizona, the only undefeated team. They are five-and-a-half-point favorites at home versus the San Francisco 49ers, over-under set at 50-and-a-half. I'll make it simple. Arizona, minus five-and-a-half, the over. I like that bet all day. That sounds really good. Um, Arizona, they just look phenomenal right now. They look like they're the team coming out of the NFC right now. Um, San Francisco's going to play them tough. Cardinals are number one on offense. How about that? So with that being said, I'm going to take the Cardinals a little bit over San Fran. Is this going to be a close game? 28-22. Yeah, San Francisco, I mean, they're banged up at running back. Uh, Trey Sermon, who I was really high on this year, the rookie running back, he he did get a lot of carries. He didn't produce as much as I thought he would. So that team is is banged up. And uh, hopefully soon they give Trey Lance a shot at quarterback to take over that team. But Arizona's just going to roll. I know it's a big divisional game, but, you know, I like that that Arizona minus five and a half. And uh, I think they get the job done. As we move on to Sunday night football, it should be a phenomenal one. It's Josh Allen's versus Patty Mahomes. 
the Bills versus the Chiefs. And ever since the Bills had lost to the Steelers in week one, they've been killing, annihilating their, their opponents. Now they have the Kansas City Chiefs who get a bounce back win versus the Philadelphia Eagles this past week. Kansas City at home is three-point favorites. Over-under set at 56 and a half. They're expecting it to be a high-scoring affair. If you like offense, this is the one to watch. Brandon, your thoughts? Uh, Buffalo's going to hit a wall. Uh, I like Buffalo. They're really good, but I think Buffalo's going to hit a wall this week. I think Kansas City is going to uh, get it. It's going to be close, but I got Kansas City winning this one 30-27. See, I'm the opposite. I think Buffalo continues to keep on rolling. I know their opponents weren't that great, but this is the NFL, and you're beating teams by 40. That's insane. Um, I like Buffalo to cover that three. Want my last lock of the week is the over. It's going to be a higher-scoring game. I think both these teams hit into the 30s for points, so that is a lock. Play the over. It's going to be – a lot of points scored. Buffalo's defense has looked phenomenal, but they'll slightly bounce down a little bit when they're taking on this Kansas City team. A high-scoring affair, but give me the Buffalo Bills, the upset, the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football in Kansas City. I like them to roll. As we move on to Monday night, we have the Colts plus seven versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, three and one for the Ravens, one and three for the Colts. The Colts finally picked up a win versus the Dolphins. Baltimore destroyed the Broncos. They are seven-point favorites at home, as said, over under at 46-and-a-half. So Monday Night Football, last pick, Brandon, who are you taking? Baltimore. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't trust the Colts. The, the Colts are not – they have no identity. And that's the problem with the Colts. They have no identity. And it's going to be tough for you to go up against a fourth-ranked offense and, a, and who's – third in rushing. Now, I will say this for the Colts. Their advantage is they're eighth in defense. Baltimore is 18th in defense. So with that being said, Lamar Jackson, is, he may have a good night, but I'll say this. I think the Colts may play it a little bit um, close here. So give me Baltimore to win this one, 25-21. Yeah, this could be a, a close game. Baltimore's kind of been playing down to their opponents. Uh, but I, I did like what I saw in Denver last week. I thought that would be a closer game, a tough game. I think we both picked Denver to win. Uh, not this week. I like Baltimore at home. I like them minus seven. The over under at 46 and a half is, is tough, but I'd slightly favor the under. Um, uh, scratch that. I was thinking of the Denver game. Uh, I think it'll hit the over slightly. Um and I think it'll be a good Monday night game, but I ultimately like Baltimore minus seven to win this football game. So that's the podcast that we got for you this week. Again, follow us on our social media pages. We are RM underscore fantasy football over on Instagram. And I have been kind of putting my, I have been putting my start sits over there. So if you don't follow me on TikTok, the beast Benny cakes, then go over to our Instagram and you will see the start sits that I post each week. Um, I will probably start putting my locks of the week too, the bets that I'm placing and how much I'm playing and, you know, what the payout will be. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Roast Masters, Roast Masters Fantasy Football, 
you can find us on anchor too which will kind of throw you out to all the sites we're on we're on uh google podcast we're on spotify we're all over the place so make sure to check us out there hopefully you guys are doing well in fantasy uh you know, week five, this is a big week. Some teams might be able to separate. I know Brandon's undefeated in the league that he's in, so he's looking to continue to dominate. And in our league here, I'm trying to get my first win. So I'm hoping that I get a, a victory this week and uh, next week I can come on here and have a celebration. So I want to thank you guys for listening in. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it and have a great week.